And good evening, everyone. It's been a long week for me. I hope everybody else is doing a little bit better than I am right now. As most of y'all know, my wife is in the hospital. They are taking care of her, but there's a few little kinks and twists that have not been working out as planned. So now they actually gave us a full plan today. So hopefully we'll know more on Monday when they do her procedure. But other than that, I hope y'all have enjoyed our Spooktober month. We are here with our last guest, Vicki Gasco-Green, who is an award-winning ventriloquist. I love the Halloween shirt. Yep. <laughs> but like I said, we've had horror authors, and I do one more time have to apologize for Tuesday. We had to cancel the show because I was at the hospital. So hopefully we're getting back to our normal schedule. We'll find out more next week <laughs> on the next episode, which will be Tuesday. Hopefully we'll have that one going. And then we'll, of course I did put up our schedule already. So anyway, what all do we have coming in? November? Well, hold on. I do want to say Amy is not here right now. Hopefully she'll be here. She might come in a little bit late, but I know she also is getting ready for the Ren Fest, which is, mm -hmm tomorrow so hopefully she'll be doing some good interviews or checking out things and you gotta love her the way she handles the interviews but anyway november going with that schedule we have nerd fest coming on friday we have starbase indie coming on saturday we have I believe it's uh, uh i don't want to mess up something maze um, my mind's not all here, but one of the biggest guests, we have voice actress, Samantha Newark coming and she was the voice of Jim from Jim and the hologram. So back, that was actually back in the nineties. So it was a while. And I definitely will. And I hope that's Fern because I can don't see it the names Fern. over here. It's Fern. Uh, Fern, I'm doing well holding my own. I've been off caffeine for about a week now, and I'm still alive, and so is Super Hubby. <laughs> <laughs> but another thing which we were brought to attention, this is also Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and mm -hmm. our guest today, Vicki, is a survivor of that, I believe, survivor. Are you still going through it, or survivor? No, survivor. Ah, I got to ring the bell. Nice. This is the most hair I've had in three years. Thank you very much. <laughs> I actually hadn't lost mine yet with all that I've gone through. <laughs> of course, with all the stress, it might be gold now. <laughs> but you are one of the things that I notice an award-winning ventriloquist. And I have to ask, how did you get the award? Uh, do you have to submit? Uh, like an author, we actually have to submit our stories and stuff like that. How did you get the award? Oh, I stole it. I stole it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, when they weren't looking, I just grabbed it and took off. So <laughs> it was mine. After that's mine. <laughs> no, actually, I would have there, sent one of your ventriloquists. It's an international festival of uh, uh, Christian ventriloquists and puppeteers. And I happened to, once I started ventriloquism, now I wanted to take off. And I really wanted to be good at what I did and I wanted all the critiques I can get so um they would have competitions every year and so I won for like just I guess you would say a straight show in theater ventriloquism and I won for the musical because I also did a musical number with my ventriloquist so I I'm a two award-winning ventriloquist oh there we go <laughs> Girl, that, was right, yeah. that was right at the beginning that was right at the beginning and the only reason I entered those was because I wanted to get better at what I did so I entered into those competitions and you know I can imagine congratulations fantastic ventriloquist so I can imagine the stress with all that too because you put yourself through that stress and and you actually work yourself through it. Oh, yeah. I hate competitions and auditions. <laughs> but, you know, you do, you do it. And and I, I think those things made me better at my craft, for sure. 
Very nice. And one thing is I do know that you have a YouTube channel. So I'm going to share that with people. You do a lot of work for the kids as well. I saw yes. you doing a bunch of stuff for schools. That's got to be, that's got to be very enjoyable. Well, I'm, I always like to say I'm a family show ventriloquist. So if you're the age of one to the age of 101, you're going to like what I do. It's just, it's, it's, it's clean, fun. It's cheeky. It's goofy, but it's enjoyable for everybody. So, you know, when you come to my show, you're not going to go, oh, like, I can't believe she said that, you know, but yeah, the adults <laughs> enjoy it as well. But I, yeah, I, I love, kids are just great. They're a great audience. They just love to get really into it. And you might be the only ventriloquist they ever see until they're grown up. So to give them that kind of experience where they're experiencing that live theatrical moment, as well as, you know, something that they can come on stage and be part of the action with it's a lot of fun it's 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 great they're a great audience so what got you into ventriloquism well i used to be um i used to have this church and we would uh i i got into puppeteering because i thought as an actor because i had acted my whole life and i i thought i want to kind of be behind the scenes because i don't want to make it all about me and so we would go into the inner city of Detroit with these, with my puppet team, which was consisted of a lot of teenagers. And the inner city of Detroit is a lot better now than it was back when I started, which was in the late nineties. And one night a shot rang out, you could boom, gunshot. And I thought I'm taking these kids lives in my hands. Every time I go in here, is it worth it? Or should I just become a ventriloquist? I mean, it was just as random as that. I never thought to become a ventriloquist. I always, I never even, it, it never even hit my radar. But I went to this iFest that's in Kankakee, Illinois. And um, there was so many puppeteers and there were so many ventriloquists. And I mean, professionals that work, you know, from, you know, Vegas, cruise ships, whatever. And they're all at this Christian festival. And I just... I mean, I was, uh, basically I just glued myself to them and I followed them around and I got so much feedback and so much good stuff from them. And I just started doing it. So, and within six months I was doing it for the Detroit auto show. My dummy that I had just bought, I was doing it professionally within six months because nice. I was just all in. I was a puppeteer for two years. It's not oh. an easy thing to do. So, yeah. No, no. And it's. And it hurts. Yeah. It hurts. You have to do this for like hours. It hurts. It does hurt. And people are like, oh, we just do this. And I said, no, you do this because you don't talk like this. Yeah, right. You don't want to you go like talk. this. <laughs> you don't want to do that. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And it's yeah. fun, though. I mean, hearing the kids laughter and giggle, the benefit, I think, between puppeteer versus ventriloquism is you can actually see the kids' faces. I mean, you can hear yes. them giggle behind the screen, but when you're, you know, as a ventriloquist, you can actually see the audience and see their yeah. reactions. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's an instant gratification. And and I mean, and I love, I, I just love all the arts. I, I mean, mm -hmm. from, I work, when I work at Ferris, I work with a lot of jugglers and magicians and, you know, just all kinds of different things. And I just appreciate just all these things that people come with stuff that I'll never be able to do. Mm. And I, I just think it's brilliant. You know, what, what people, what inspires people to, to, to just entertain crowds and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Now, one question that I have is like for the entertainment part, you, you would have to write your own scripts in a sense. and you got to study it or do you just mad lib everything and just go with the flow? It's kind of both. I have written my own scripts, of course, especially now. When I first started, there was a fantastic, well, he's still out there, um, uh, ventriloquist. Um, and he wrote all, all my school show stuff because I didn't know what I was going to do when I entered the school. I didn't know how to educate. And he was an educator at, at a time. And he wrote 
my scripts and he was so fun. His name's Tony Borders and he is hilarious. He's out of California. And so he would sell his scripts. And so I bought his scripts. And what I did was I took what he wrote and I made it because my characters are so different than his. So I made it into my own. And then as I got comfortable, then I started writing my own and, and getting my own thing and my own ideas. But when I first started, um, Tony Borders was just such a, if I didn't have him, I don't know where I would be right now because um, his school curriculums and all that was, was great. And from community centers and churches and everything, he just had great funny stuff. I hate to say he had, he still is, he, he's still a fantastic ventriloquist. He's still working. And you, but and he yeah. helped a lot of ventriloquists out. And I think that's one thing I want to say about the community of ventriloquists and a lot of the entertainers that I work for, they do help each other out. They're, they're just, it's this little family, this little pocket of people that do bizarre things that <laughs> tend to just embrace each other. And when someone's in need, and they see talent there, they just help them. And I, I, I love that. I love that. That sounds, that sounds like the author community. Mm -hmm. And yes, we are all crazy. <laughs> just a little bit. Your voices coming that out too. of your mouth are staying in our head. Our heads. Coming out through our fingers. Our well, CJ, and I know that I, I watch, I've been watching the Con Hour now, and I, I, I'm an independent author as well. So I understand mm -hmm. what you're talking about, independent authors and, and all that kind of stuff and the creativity. And everybody's like, oh, are you published? I'm like, and, and you, you want to go, no. But I love your, I love that you were like, yeah, I'm not here. <laughs> yeah, the flow. As, well, as Fern says, Fern. weirdos of the world unite. Exactly. And, and she also, she has a question for you also, Fern. And yep. do you have a cast of characters or just oh. one? I was going to ask if you could introduce us to. I was wondering if you could introduce us to your characters and kind of give a little bit of their personalities. <laughs> take over the show. Fine, fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> you know, uh, no. I'll tell you this now. Half oh, the no, reason I that I am here. Thing for Halloween. Yeah. Oh, Cutie. these things. Don't you have to move your head to think, What? Move it this way. I can't see. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Oh, there, there I am. Okay. How weird. Okay, who is this? Uh, my name is Lucky, and I'm a magician. See, I got my magic on. Ah, awesome. Uh huh. And are you very good magician? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> What'd you just do? Nothing. What'd you just do? Nothing. Did you do something? No, I did. No, no. We're we're good. <laughs> Never tell a thing. Then, Sorry, I don't know where my camera angle is. Sorry, it's right there. It's so weird. Am I looking? Oh, oh, I'm looking straight now. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> it's 3D. Ooh. It's a magic box. <laughs> so Abracadabra, here we are. But, yep, yeah. there you are. <laughs> and now I disappear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, we can still see your cape. What? <laughs> we saw nothing. Nothing happened. It's all yeah, good. Thank you. It's I all like good. You, CJ. I, I, I thank like you. I like you me. too. We're good. <laughs> I got your back. Don't worry about it, Lucky. Thank I got gotcha. you. Uh, I'm just I'm just here for the show. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> it started. So was Lucky your Lucky, were you the first? Um, uh, friend? Alas, no, no, he he actually wasn't. And and my first actually is Danny. He's a he's a wooden figure, mm -hmm. but I, I hate to say this, I love him, but I I don't use him anymore because uh, first of all, he's got reddish hair. He kind of actually looks like me, which is very strange. But everybody goes Chucky when they see him. That's oh no, especially oh, around no. Halloween. That cannot be oh, good. Oh no, it's not good. So. And I found that the, the animal characters appealed to more people because mm -hmm. I, when I first started, I was using a lot of the humans and a lot of stuff like that. I did have Hank, my bear, Extel expressions was a lot of my characters and stuff like that. And then as I was getting bigger, I had to use, I had to get ventriloquist gummies made that a lot of people couldn't, I, they would make two of the same kind. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So that it was unique, but actually, um, lucky 
is from Pavlov Puppets. Uh-huh. And his name is Lucky because I actually won him. Oh, nice. Oh, very so nice. So you won a, your own personal magician. How cool is that? Right? That's cool. Huh? It's super cool. I know. Tell me right now. <laughs> now, do you have the hat that the rabbit comes out of? Or do you not? She doesn't let me around the rabbits. I, I don't know. Oh. There was an incident. <laughs> We don't want to talk about that. No, we don't want to talk about the teeth that. got did, in the way. Did, did we rabbit did we stew. eat the rabbit? Did we eat the rabbit? Rabbit I, stew. No, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> got caught in your you teeth. Said we were never going to talk about this. Like, <laughs> we did. <laughs> There's no controlling this guy. No. <laughs> That's okay. I like him. No filter. Love it. Thank you. And, I still can't what? get my camera angle. <laughs> Your camera angle is beautiful. Just You're marvelous. Just close to me and you'll be fine. Oh, okay. I'll put, look at this. <gasps> now you see me? No, you don't. Now you see. Wait. Now you see? No. no. Oh, 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 stop. <laughs> I told you he was going to take over the show. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, one that I watch, I have to say, because like I said, my brain has been out of it lately. And I watched one, I think, with Paco. Is it Paco? Oh, Jeff Dunham. No. Is it not? No, not, Jeff Dunham doesn't have oh, Paco. Oh, Paco. I know. Talk about Taylor Mason. Okay. He's got Paco the pig. Okay. Taylor, oh, brilliant. Yeah. I like Jeff Dunham. Sorry, I do. You know what? There's He's a little so off great. color, but I like him. No, I do too. Yeah. And there's so many great ventriloquists out there. Jim Barber, uh, Taylor Mason, Jeff Dunham. I mean, just amazing, amazing people out there. Well, when people, when we describe the Serenity Acres crew, because yeah. we have, uh, yes, Peanut is Jeff Dunham's. Or Jose Jalapeno, not Pepe. It's Jose <laughs> Jalapeno on a stick. Um, I describe our Serenity Acres crew. We have a cat that's a Maine Coon Manx mix. And I say that basically Samson is his name is like Walter, Jeff Dunham's Walter in cat form. So that's our. That's your chief and yep. Sarge yes, that you run around with. Yep. Yeah. We yeah. have a little stuffed animal, a stuffed, a stuffed monkey named Sarge and a stuffed koala named Chief. And we take them on trips. Oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. And then our illustrator Davy Jones converts them to stories. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. And Davy Jones is a wonderful person. I know he's going to be. He's going to uh, the Comic Con here, Bayou City, City. Comic Con. Mm -hmm. um, there's so many conventions around here now; it's not even funny. Yeah. But you do a lot of state fairs. Yes. From what I, how I know it's outside and all that, but. How would you rate a state fair to the schools? Because well, I know you got to also appease adults too. So that's got to be a transition that would be difficult. Well, what's different about it is, is that in a, a state fair, you're doing a variety act. You're doing a, a fun show. In a school show, you're doing a curriculum. Like you're, you're actually have... Like I have a geography show, I have a reading show, I have a no bully show. I so you're you're going with the what the curriculum is. So you're actually teaching something. Where mm -hmm. in the fairs, you're just giving them a just great old time. You don't have to teach them anything. It's just a lot of fun. They're ha they're enjoying yourself. You're enjoying yourself with them, and it's it's totally different. It's so, so you can like shows are still cut loose at the fun. fair. You can still cut loose and everything, but you have to teach them something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's the big difference. That's, I was going to say, because I know, like with the convention, oh, you would be fun at a convention. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, well, I used to be able to go to the ventriloquist convention. I miss it so much, but they always have it in July. And that's when all the fairs are. Oh, so I have to I have to miss them because I have to work. But I miss I miss the conventions because, you know, you have people walking around with dummies and, you know, going up and down the elevators and stuff like that. It's just yeah, a unique convention. And then you go to if you've never been to it, it's the Ben Haven Museum in Kentucky. And it is amazing. You you see very famous dummies 
you know, invent figures and just the history of some of them and, and, and the pictures of people that have gone before you from the 20s, 30s, 40s, you know, um, on the walls, all these just famous ventriloquists, you know, and it's really amazing to see how ventriloquism has changed over time. Mm-hmm. too like even how they made no. dummies where it was only humans before really i mean you had far the dog which is amazing amazing character but mostly you had dummies and they all had that black liner under them and you know and <laughs> and now you have the, the softer what are you doing <laughs> i'm just touching figures so uh-huh. yeah lucky can you teach us a magic trick Yes. Okay, here you go. I am now going to disappear. You're not. <laughs> here you go. One, two, three. God! How did he do that? Wow. <laughs> oh, I have to say, my, yeah, I like the, um, I just like the personalities. It's kind of like how we do in writing. We give our characters personalities. You give your little guys or girls, you know, personalities in and of themselves and just giving them the variety of it. You just kind of got to stay in the same headspace. So it's kind of like being an author because we have to have our heads and different people's characters' heads throughout the storyline. Well, and what's cool about it is, okay, so when my husband first met me and and he's like, okay, you know, obviously I'm quirky, but (laughs) no, um, he when he saw my show for the first time he goes oh my gosh that makes so much sense he goes you are all these characters like there's a piece of me in each and every one of them and Mm -hmm. he's he's like it's so much makes so much sense so people how do you keep them separate it's easy to keep them separate because well it's like playing the piano one hand's doing one thing and the other hand's Mm -hmm. doing another thing um but i know them so well Mm -hmm. because i've been doing these characters for so long that um it's easy to ad lib. And that's what comes back to that first question you had. It was written down. A lot of my show is so ad lib now because it really depends on what the audience is saying and doing, or, you know, I, my, my show is based so highly on audience participation. So when the, mm-hmm. when an audience member comes on stage, you don't know who you're getting. You don't know what you're <laughs> going to, you don't know what they're going to say. So you'd have to feed off that. And I love that. I love that dynamic that is so, it's, it, because it becomes a surprise to me. And I have had sometimes when my figure says something and it cracks me up because it was unexpected, but because it was in their character. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I need therapy. No, because as an author, people ask because me, they're like, character, it, it just cracked yeah. me up because my character could get away with things that I can't get away with, you know? Yeah, as an author, people ask me, is there any hard and fast rules? Yes. And I'm a pantser. So the only thing I say that is a hard and fast rule for me is never go against the character of a character. Right. And go with that flow. Yeah. And I've actually, I've actually, like you said, I've seen shows where the ventriloquist had to actually stop in the middle because he just said something that he really didn't expect to come out of his mouth. So, I mean, I've seen how that happens and it's like, and it's like just a total shock. And when you see them laughing, you're like, well, that was not planned. So well, it's like, how do you stop yourself from laughing half the time? I that, mean, you just, you got to control it somewhat because you got to make sure the show is still going, but I'd be afraid to laugh my head off the whole time and I wouldn't get anything said. Oh, I mean, what's great is when you have somebody so unexpected come on stage and they're just, the things that come out of their mouth is, is so funny and you laugh, you laugh at it. When you laugh and the audience laughs, you, I mean, it doesn't matter how fast the show moves. It, at that point, you're just, you guys are all just having a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going, oh, well, this better only last this long. This laughter can only last. Because if they're having to find out, and there's been times where I've kept a character up there longer than their set is because the audience is enjoying them so much. I'm not getting rid of that character because they're they're totally in with it. So I could mm. say, sorry, you know, to another character, you're not coming out this set because that character has gotten them totally happy. 
Um, so I don't, I don't need to bring another character out, but I try to use four or five characters and each and everything. And I, I, I do magic in between each character so that there's a kind of flow, but what's cool is that my characters all have a, um, like Lucky does magic and Hank can read minds. And so all my characters have their own, um, talent mm -hmm. you know so uh, what do you do yeah. you said you do magic what do you do in between some of those i do um i mean i would never call myself a magician because i am not there's very <laughs> good magicians out there i'm not one of those but i will say that i do like the symbol of magic like you know fishing somebody's card out of a bag with a string and it's like, like oh how'd you find my card there and you know um you know, uh, just lucky I, I pull things out of a tube. There was nothing in the tube prior and all of a sudden things start pulling out of the tube, but it's not me, it's lucky because he's the magician, right? Um, th things like that, you know, where you have all that drama and and, and it's fun and uh, a kid picks a quarter, puts his name on the quarter and then the quarter magically appears somewhere else. Um, mm -hmm. That kind of magic, but it's all, um, it's all magic that you practice. It's not, I mean, there's some magicians out there that they blow my mind of what they do. What do you do when you get hecklers? Because you're going to, inevitably there's going to be some. I ignore them. Yes. I ignore them. I, because I'm not, I don't want to give them any time. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, I just keep doing my show and I don't. And the thing is they usually stop because everybody around them starts getting irritated mm -hmm. and they start to not want to put up with it. I did have at one of my fairs this year, a kid, I, I was upset about it, not because he was heckling me, but I thought this little kid had his moment on stage. He was so happy. He had done the quarter trick and now he, and he I kept saying, he's the magician. So it's always me not doing the magic. It's someone else. I'm one of my characters, the kid that's on stage. And so he was so excited. And I, this teenager jumps on stage and goes look what i can do with these dancing like that and then he jumps off stage and his two friends that were on the lawn thought he was really funny so they're like laughing like oh look what i did to her show mm -hmm. and i just paused normally i don't say anything but i said buddy if you're gonna do something like that you've got you've got to be better <laughs> you know <laughs> and the whole audience laughed i mean i didn't i wasn't really mean it was just like an aside if you're gonna take away this kid's thunder who is on mm -hmm. stage and he finally had his moment where you know how many times kids go oh, you didn't choose me mm -hmm. and so when you yeah. give the kid a moment and he wants that moment and someone takes it away from him it's just rude and so right. i just i mean i didn't i didn't have to yell at him i just stopped and i just said it like that but i have the microphone that kid didn't and he was totally embarrassed and he ran away with his friends and the audience loved it because they were all feeling the same thing I was feeling. Mm -hmm. I, I yeah. love when stuff like that happens. I, I would have applauded you. I would have too. <laughs> I would have given you a standing ovation for that one. <laughs> and then I would have told the kid to do another trick. I would have been like, come on, one more. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. I mean, keep going, but the whole audience, like something changes in the show when somebody does that. That's the thing that hecklers don't understand. People go there to see the person mm -hmm. that is on stage. They're not there to see you. If you want your moment, then practice for it. Mm -hmm. um, but to heckle somebody, even, I mean, I've seen comedians that aren't good, but I would never heckle them. Mm -mm. No. I, I, I mean, they got the guts to get up would, on the stage, you know? Yeah, I'd be like, okay, maybe give them two years. Maybe they'll be funny then. But or or maybe they're just not my kind of humor. But I would never heckle them. I would never even say anything to them. That's every right. artist is very different. But to heckle somebody, you're just trying to get your little moment, mm -hmm. and I don't want to give it to you. I I totally agree with that. Me too. It's like there there are just some people that just they want their their glory, and they try to take it away from somebody else, and that just Go do it somewhere else. Don't do it around me. I mean, I'm all for but, helping people up and encouraging others. And so it's like when somebody does yeah. something like that, I, unfortunately, my sister calls it politely rude. Um, <laughs> I kind of take them down a few notches. 
just because I'm like, dude, you're messing with the wrong people because that's not cool. No, and, and I don't think there's a problem with that because I think that when they're put in their place, like when I embarrassed the kid um, and the audience was with me, I took him down, mm-hmm. but yet I didn't like call him names or anything. Yeah, you didn't like just, devastate him just or like, I just made him realize that, yeah, he weren't all that. Mm-hmm. You didn't impress me. Yes. You know. That's always a good thing. Now, like I said, I know people can watch some of your stuff. How often do you put new stuff on YouTube? And That's my problem. See, I'm not good yeah. at that. I'm not, I <laughs> I, it was COVID that got me doing and putting more things there because people were asking me to do virtual shows. And so that's kind of what started because I'm so bad, to be honest, with anything internet. My daughter today was like, oh, I put this picture on Snapchat. Did you see it? I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm, just, Snap I'm what? just bad with social media. <laughs> really bad. So how well, often do you have shows themselves and where can people find them? Well, when I lived in the Midwest, I had it all year round mm-hmm. um, because I did a lot of school shows and everything here in the Pacific Northwest, I think, because, um, well, and the curriculum for schools has changed too. And they don't really hire people like me. Like I used to do Halloween shows like crazy. Nobody does Halloween shows anymore, really. Now, I don't want to say nobody. People still do them, but they're not as big as they once were. Mm-hmm. Um, and I rarely do a school show here at all. So I'm I'm basically a summer worker. Once those libraries and fairs open up, I'm like, it's like nonstop mm-hmm. for you know three months and then I'll, and it's like where am i where am i where am i i'm in a different hotel room different thing and i'm like eh, where am i and know? how did i get here <laughs> yeah and then and then it just stops and then you're like yeah two weeks you're like oh this feels so good and then third week you're like am i gonna work again what am i gonna do like you know the panic sets in you know um so that's that's been my life for the last uh, few years is since I moved to Pacific Northwest is um, but it was people getting to know me um, and and just uh, and, and, and like I said things changed in the schools and a lot of the funding isn't there to bring mm-hmm. people like me in I know the Midwest still does a lot of well not since COVID but you know but um so basically my income is fairs and libraries and a few community shows here and there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like us when we hit the conventions, it's like it's convention after convention after convention, yeah. but then it's like, all of a sudden it's like they come to a stop for a few months and it's like, what do we do now? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean exactly. it's Christmas? What do you mean it's Christmas? Hell with that. Let's get to February. Let's get to these newer conventions again. <laughs> yeah, it's, so, and then it starts all over again. It's like, here we go. Definitely know how that feels. And and when they do stop, it's like, oh, what a relief. And then it's like, I need a day off. And then it's like, I agree totally. It's like, okay, when's the <laughs> next one? Let's go to the next one. Let's get let's get it going. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's they're how, fun. That's with me. It's just I love what I do. It it's so gratifying when you can make people laugh, and mm-hmm. and it's also therapeutic because you know my life's not perfect. And when I'm going through something or a heartache or something's happened, you know, and I hit the stage, and the minute somebody laughs, it it it's the kind of therapy I can't get with anything else. It kind of gives you an inner strength that helps you continue going and gives you the strength and to continue another battle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I know I know that for a fact because I did not start writing until I ended up getting cancer. Oh and wow. then and then that writing helped me get through and then I continue writing and then I I just continued myself and continued myself to build myself up. And that was because before everything happened, I actually, I weigh 190, between 190 and 200. And when cancer hit me, my oncologist thought I was gone. I dropped to 135 pounds. 
and then it's like, huh? I'm, I was stage four. Oh my. Oh. 12 years and still going. Cause it's like when I hit that 135 mark, it's like, I got to do something. And then I started writing and then I started eating better because it built up that strength inside of me. Yeah. So that's how all that happens. So I completely understand when you say you get that first laughter and it's like, it just builds you up and gets you going. Well, it also helps you know that you're connecting with people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is great. Yeah. And I love that. I love that. I think that's the hardest part. COVID for me was hard because I had cancer 2019 and then, and I worked through out. I mean, I was bald, but I had a wig on and I was, I was still doing the circuit because I needed that. And here's the crazy thing. I was getting neuropathy in my, um, my fingers Ooh, and my toes, but my feet, and it, they were itchy. You want to take an ax to them and go, sorry, Halloween. Um, <laughs> you just wanted to get rid of your, you know, your limbs because the itching wouldn't go away. But for 45 minutes when I was doing my show, I didn't feel it. wasn't. Nice. It was weird that being able to just take control in your mind over something and, and just go. And that's, that's why I needed that so bad. But 2020, not being able to work through that and not being able to see people, not being able to entertain, not, I'm a people person. So that was the worst part for me was not being able to entertain, which is therapy not being able to go to the gym, which is therapy, not being able to see people, which is therapy. And you're, Hey, stay home. <laughs> that was horrible. That was, well, that was yes. And videoing people like what you put videos on YouTube, your, what you do almost relies on having other people to bounce off of. And mm -hmm. if they're not there, you're literally doing a set instead well, of interacting. Like, you felt like you were doing, um, I I guess the only thing I could compare to is like, you know, in Blue's Clues, and I my kids love Blue's Clues, so no diss on Blue's Clues at all, because I think it's cute. Um, but, you know, when he goes, what do you think, kids, into the, you know, into the camera? And they're like, yes, you're right. That's, so it was, everything was like larger than life. I felt like, you know, an old screen movie actress. <gasps> like everything was just huge and big and, you know, because you, you had to make it so they weren't bored as you're doing your show virtually, but you weren't getting any feedback. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would and be hard. that was horrible. Like, I mean, it was work. And I'm, I'm so grateful to all the libraries that still had me, even though it was virtual and I couldn't see them. And a lot of them was pre-taped, but they still wanted to keep a lot of his artists working. And I do appreciate that because- That's cool at least I was able to stay on that um, entertainment track that when, you know, your, your creative juices are still flowing. I had that because I found that I did what a lot of people did. I picked up my thing and was like, what's on Netflix? And I didn't get a lot of things done. I could have written, I could have done all this kind of stuff. I didn't do anything. I just, I just sat back and watched the, you know, Tiger King. <laughs> well, here's a question for you. And I'm, just a shout out. I know earlier as we discussed about technical issues and stuff like that, we won't go into details, but have you it thought about me. maybe, have you thought about maybe having a show on zoom for kids where, I mean, maybe don't charge too much since it's for kids or however you do that, but having it where they can come and interact with you and do a show for them on zoom or we did on, that a few libraries. Okay. Did that. And that was kind of nice because you got to see their faces. Like some, they would they would click in and out like the different faces. So that was kind of nice. And some of them might be doing that again this year. I don't know because a lot of places are still not opening up full. Mm. Um, because, you know, they don't know what's going to happen. They don't want to hire somebody and say, oops, again. So is it better to do it this way? And where people are kind of used to it or do we open everything up again? Because with libraries, it's indoors, so they treat it a lot differently than they do with fairs, which is outdoors. Mm -hmm. I have to say, I haven't been to a fair in a long time, Did and I know they're all they're all over the place here. Mm -hmm. They're great. 
They're great. And all the free entertainment you're missing out on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I could, I could win my own lucky. There you go. <laughs> exactly. And you'll uh, be out there going, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> the con hour with Madrona. <laughs> there we oh, go. No. Greg's alter <laughs> ego. What would he look like? <laughs> Here, let me mute CJ and I'll start speaking for her. <laughs> Good luck with that. That's it. All of a sudden, where'd CJ go? Where'd she go? Where'd she go? <laughs> we have fun on here. I think that's mm -hmm. the main thing. And it's like you said, having fun is the biggest part. You really Absolutely. do have to fun. Yeah. So with all your other characters, I know you brought Lucky. What is, do you have a favorite? Is Lucky your favorite or do you have others? That. Well, they're all right here. Uh oh. <laughs> That's okay. like asking who your favorite child is. I, I guess oh. I couldn't really ask which one is your favorite. That wouldn't be proper for them. That... <clears throat> Not my favorite. <clears throat> uh oh. Um, the one she's closest to. <laughs> ah, come on out here, buddy. Oh, I'm hungry. Oh, wait. Oh, where am I going? Oh. oh my gosh, she almost uh -huh. looks like this Alcor. He doing? almost looks like Falcor. This is very strange for me too. I'm trying to look wait, this way. Oh, yeah. Okay, if I go like this. There you go. There you go. <laughs> on, who no, are you? You don't know what you're doing. No, I, mean, I know. You don't know what you're doing either. <laughs> Hello. Guys. Hello. Wait. There you go. So, who is this? <laughs> this is my buddy Hank. Hi, Hank. Hank. Yes. He's, How are he's you? a polar bear, and I oh. I love him. He's he's probably he's he's probably my um the one the you're one closest, closest to personality. There I you go. Say. <laughs> you and can't just, use that f word. If you do that, then the other ones will get upset. The what? The um favoritest word in the dictionary. The favoritest word. Oh, are you saying that I'm not your favorite? No, I said you're my favorite. What? <laughs> <laughs> she said you're the one she's closest to it's true she loves me <laughs> that's where you go Shh. yeah he's he's my he's my he's my bud he's i've gone through several different hanks yeah <laughs> over the years but this one he made they were actually going to do this great guy he um I saw your what you guys had the panel with the Power Rangers mm -hmm. thing. Oh yes, he was right. also one of the creators of uh, Power Rangers, and he made this whole show based on uh, it was going to be a pirate ship that sailed the world, and it was he was pitching it to PBS, and I mean it was it was great. It's my first time I was at the offices of PBS. He brought me in there, but um, we had to have a Hank that wasn't something that anybody else had because. We were pitching the show around Hank being the main character, so he had to be a very unique character. Um, so anyway, that's where I changed my Hank because my original Hank was by this. Uh, if you ever see his dummies, Axel expressions, he makes fantastic dummies for people, and he's such a good person too. Um, um, but he, but he was my original Hank was. Uh, next tell expressions but then i had to get a figure that was you know completely novel and different and so i ended up with this hank i was made for you is that what you're saying you were made for me <gasps> she loves me, <laughs> she loves me. <laughs> okay thank you larger she... than life what stop looking at me you smell weird <laughs> i don't smell weird stop it <laughs> you don't <laughs> Hi. I have, Hi. I have he to reminds say, me of Peanut. I like Peanut. <laughs> Peanut's my say, favorite. People are going to watch the want to watch the video on this. You, definitely, if you're going to be listening on iHeart or Amazon, you do want to go to our YouTube and watch this. This is more of a watching type show than a listening. Yes. On the this heart, or you, you're the best uh, part. Oh, there you go. Hank, you're cute. What do you do? <gasps> Well, you're cute too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, what I'm do not... you do? Uh, on the floor there. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I eat. You eat? I actually what do you like to read to eat? minds. Oh, you read minds. Can you read my mind? Yes, I can. 
Yes. What am Sing I thinking? It. You're thinking about <gasps> pizza. How did you know? You know what? I knew these things. I do. What I kind of things. pizza? She, How detailed? Feel good. You don't. No, I'm hungry. <laughs> See, if my husband's watching, which he probably is, he knows that I probably am thinking about pizza because we just bought pizza today. <laughs> we just had you're a Domino's vehicle go great. by. There you go. You're good. You're, you're good. good. You got yeah. it. And, and What's know your favorite you're pizza? All right. Don't say anything. Hawaiian. You like Hawaiian pizza? Ew. No, a lot of people don't even consider that pizza. It's pizza. No, 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 no. Yeah, and I, no, and I did like you. What's sweet. wrong you know, with you? you know, no. Three you meat. Know, come on, you're you a know, bear. No. Meat. You never confess that. It's supposed to be meat. You're a bear. You want meat. You know, if you add jalapeno, if you add jalapenos to it, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely enjoy it. No, I like, I like the Supremes or like the three meat. Sweet and spicy with a little what? bit of ham. Yeah, I can go that way. Yeah, see, Greg knows uh, me. Greg. Nah, CG, nah. I'm disappointed. Add the jalapenos and you got in it. You. I would think a bear would <laughs> really? want to be more carnivorous. Are you calling it off already? No, stop. I'm telling you. <laughs> calling it off. It was, we, we, we had a thing going, but you lost me at Hawaiian pizza. And, and speaking of the Power Rangers, hello, Steve. Mr. Babu himself. Hey, Steve, what's going on? <laughs> Ah, and his wife too. Candace says Candace? they're having pizza too. See, it's Ooh, a Candace. oh, hey, he says there we go. Tabasco on pizza. <laughs> oh, that might yeah. make the Hawaiian pizza tolerable. You know, the worst the pizza I heard of. Hold on, hold on. You the like worst. Tabasco on Hawaiian pizza. Yo. <laughs> now I will tell you Not this hungry. for Father's Day, my my stepson and I made this pizza for my husband, super hubby. And we made the dough. We used, instead of sauce, we used barbecue sauce. And we mm -hmm. used chicken. Mm -hmm. And we put pineapple on it. Well, isn't so, that like a pseudo Isn't that pizza? like... Uh, but you're I didn't complain. say I ate it. I just said she that we made it. it. You know, super happy. Not it. for me. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with this Tabasco thing right here. I mean, Tabasco is good on a lot of different All stuff, right. but NCIS had an episode with McGee's sister where she had peanut butter and Tabasco sauce on a pizza, and it's like that has got to be the worst pizza ever. I don't even. <laughs> wait, 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 peanut butter. That's like well, next you know level what, no, gross. I know. Wait, don't you say it. No, I'm thinking, don't you say it. No, I'm thinking, what? No, 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 no. <laughs> peanut butter on everything. No, no, Not no, on no, pizza. No, 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 no. You know. Peanut butter might be great. Not on pizza. I burger the other day, and I thought it was delicious. You know, I could see a peanut oh, butter uh, banana type pizza. Yeah, but that's it. I mean, or like a apple peanut butter I mean, it's dough, pizza. right? So what's a sandwich made out of? And you Bread. put the pizza and you have the dough, right? And then you have yes. to Why not? No. Why not? I, I can see that. I mean, I can see it, but no I mean. It doesn't mean it's not delicious. Peanut butter with Tabasco sauce, I just don't quite see. There are certain I mean, things that you don't put Tabasco don't sauce on. Yeah, no. I would try it. I, I would probably try it once. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's about up there with ghosts touching me. No. <laughs> what do you think, the real Babu? Would you put peanut or Tabasco on peanut butter? I know Why he's not? with us. He's got to be with us. I would do it. I mean, Super he, Hubby he's probably is watching, thinking about and it. he likes Tabasco, but I don't he, even know that he would put ew. Tabasco on peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, says, ew. He's probably going to go try it. Okay, no way. No, he says, no way. I'm See, I'm not alone. I feel better now. I feel vindicated because that's well, just wrong. Okay. I okay. mean, people do, people do like certain <clears throat> things. Let's, let's try this again, Hank. All right. You were thinking uh, about... About how great no. I am. Yeah. Yes. How did you know? Because it's all about me, baby. I'm telling you. Trevor, no way. <laughs> Trevor says no way. That's super heavy. He said no way. So you you got it. You got me, dude. We're, I do. We're I back know. on See, again. That, We're back I? on again. I We're good. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. 
You got me back. Now you're gonna have to arm wrestle super hubby, but you know what? That's okay. I'm cuter, right? No, stop. Don't get the middle well, of that. No, no, no. Sorry. He's told you he's a troublemaker. He's cuter. And you I'm said sorry. I was just like you. you no, know, I said you're part of me. Just like you. <laughs> you know, I almost wish Amy was here and her yeah, two daughters. She would have I hope her two daughters are watching. Oh well, well, that would be well it's bed I think it's around bedtime now. So could be. Yeah, Amy's Amy's funny. I like her. She cracks me up. <laughs> so, Amy, if you're watching, uh, if Hi, Amy. not, you have to go back and watch Amy, this because you would have they, your children would have fun watching this. Too. Amy, you were missed. You we were missed yes. the Hot Mess Express. Uh -huh. <laughs> Except when I showed up. Well, you know, <laughs> you kind of helped the Hot Mess Express thing going on, so it's okay. We're happy to have you on. And, and we, we got a Definitely. thing now, so we're good. Yeah. You, you've redeemed yourself from that whole Hawaiian pizza fiasco. It's okay. Well, I know how to do you it. I, I really don't ski. You, you did I good. Can, I, I, I could, my wife likes pineapple and ham on pizza. I, it's a thing. I can definitely yes. see it. Pineapple. I no. think because I like I like I like sweet and salty. I think that's what it is. What you like it too? Yeah. I will never admit to that. Um, but, <laughs> Now, no. like I said, I like I like the sweet, salty, and spice. So to me, oh, I would I have to add I would have to add the jalapenos. There's a place down the road from us. It's called Railside Pizza. Well, it's called Railside. Their dough has a sweetness to it, hmm. and so when you get the savory stuff on top, oh man, is it good! Have you ever made your own pizza dough? Not well. <laughs> yeah, that was not good. <laughs> There we I'm go. I'm not a good cook. Candace, oh, Ryan Pizza Rocks. Rock. No. Oh. Yes. Candace, we were doing so good. <laughs> like I said, I could do it. Candace. I would have I would I just would prefer a little bit if of spice. If that was with the it. only thing left on this planet to eat, I <laughs> would probably pick off the pineapple and then eat it. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Oh Lordy! We were uh, we were doing so good. Well, that's one thing. This the only thing. Other that's the that, only we're thing. Good. We're good. I'm with you, dude. Thank you. We're good. Yeah. Can you go to bed now? I like oh. him. <gasps> I like is him. It, it is getting stay. close oh, to winter. Lovely. It's What's getting that? close to winter. It's going to be hibernation time soon. All right. I'm... You could throw the pineapple one. Oh, yes, God. Candace. I would throw the pineapple you. your way. He's doing what you're not supposed to do in puppeteering. Look. Uh, no, uh, you do this. That's right. You got to do that. And See, we Candace did this for hours. Yes, I do. You love me. I do. Ooh. <laughs> 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 All right, you go. Oh. All right. No, Candace, I would not throw it at you. Show. I would throw it to you. <laughs> To be happy. <laughs> oh, well, no, no. God. it depends on what you're talking about. It might be thrown at you or it may be thrown to you. It just depends you know. on what the conversation is going around. Mm. I will admit you know. that. That is a Did possibility. I... <laughs> <laughs> All this pizza talk is making me hungry. Damn it. <laughs> I know, right? We're like, mm, food. <laughs> we found this really cool pizza. It's called Jeff's that's in Sam's Club. And it's a thin crust pizza. And it's a three meat. And I usually toss on it like some chunked up onion, red and green pepper, and some mushroom. And it tastes like an you, awesome you lost, supreme. You, lo you lost me an onion. <laughs> well, you don't have to. But see, where you live, Greg. You probably have a lot of delivery services. We don't have a lot of delivery services out here in no man's land. It doesn't matter. I can still go buy a pizza. Well, we do. That's why they're frozen and, and we stick stuff on top of it. And then I, then I add Mexican cheese on it and jalapenos. <laughs> Jose jalapeno Ooh, on a stick. Jalapeno. <laughs> you stuff. laugh, but there was, we have a pool. And the little pool cleaner is this like hose thingy. We actually call it Jose jalapeno on a stick. Oh, oh on a stick. <laughs> on a stick. On a stick. Jose Jalapeno on a stick. Oh, oh wow. that character. It's so good. Yeah. Peanut's <laughs> my favorite. Oh, peanut's my favorite too. I think 
I think Walter's my husband. Something about Peanut. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's he's so zany and he's funny and and I. I just, I got ADD and you got to love him because you've got, if you've got ADD, it's like you understand him and right. you're all with him. And that's yeah, he's fun. He's like my closest. The thing, when I think of a lot of characters that when you say who's the closest to you and all that kind of stuff. When I think of Jeff Dunham's dummies, I would say that little guys I in the box. Yeah. Can totally relate to peanut. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, would be, I relate more to Bubba J. Super hubby is Walter all the way. Yeah. Uh, Redneck all the way. Let's watch for some NASCAR and (laughs) straight turn left. Straight. Or is that right? What none of you none of you Ahmed? Nobody? Nobody? I I love Ahmed. My sister loves Ahmed. I kill you. I I just said I relate I just said I relate more to Bubba J. Yeah. He's got, he has such a vast number of characters and he is just, we went to one of his shows and I, my cheek now, hurt from left I have to actually, yeah. I actually have to ask because when he went overseas, they told him he couldn't use one of his characters. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been told that you can't use one of your characters at a show? No. Okay. No. Yes, uh, Trevor, uh, Formula I, One's I our gym. basically, but I, I, it's a hard thing to get into. I was doing a diversity show in Michigan and I had this one character that she was my second character I ever had, but um, it, she got booed off the stage. I thought they were going to run at me when I took her out and I had to put her back. I ended up having to sell her because I couldn't use her anymore. Wow. Because mm. yeah, it, it, it was really sad, but it, I mean, times change and things change and I guess you have to just go with it, but it, it was, the crowd basically said no hmm. you know just um can... interesting and it's unfortunate because it, it used to be she was my bridge um when i used to go into the inner city all the time she was my mm-hmm. bridge and you know um but times change and so there's you know things that you have to be more sensitive to than you used to and Maybe Again, that's why animals. Maybe that's why animals are more accepted because animals it doesn't are matter what what level you're at or where you are. That it, they everybody can relate to them on some level. Everybody can relate to a talking iguana <laughs> <laughs> or an adorable bear, an Polar adorable bear, bear and, and and stuff. And so you you don't have to think twice about it. And it's it's you need a it monkey just gives you though. Freedom. You need a monkey. <laughs> I had a monkey. I collect I just, monkeys. You need a I monkey because so, they're I, naughty. I've, I've gotten so used to the character. That I had a monkey. He just didn't work with me for some reason. And it's weird because you can, you go, I have these ideas that go through my brain and then I get the dummy that goes with it. And then it doesn't, there's, if there's no connection, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. And my monkey never worked with me. Hmm. I mean, I think it, it would, but it, it just. You could get a monkey named CJ. Could... <laughs> named what? CJ. CJ. <laughs> I collect monkeys. I have monkeys everywhere. CJ? That's really random. I have no idea. But they're, I mean, um, my monkeys are literally hanging everywhere in here. Oh, that's I'm funny. the dragon. I'm the dragon person. I do have a dragon. <gasps> you got a dragon? Yes, I do. And my dragon. Um, his name is Griffin and which was taken from a book I read as a kid that made me cry. Um, but his name is Griffin. And when I do my fairs, I go through like fair causeway, like through like the main streets and everything. And I have my boom box in the dragon wagon. Oh, the dragon wagon, the boom box in there. I have my microphone on and he sings and he, he can dance. He has, and he sings and he gets people to sing and dance with him and it's it's just great. It's oh, great. That that's awesome. Cool. I love it. So now, yeah, I do have a dragon. Um I had a cow. I love cows. I had a cow one time, but I don't have many more. Like I said, I have monkeys. Can, I have like I several them. hanging outside, like in our in our house on the railing. There's like a bunch of um ivy and I have like, I don't know, Trevor what, 10, 12 monkeys hanging on them? Wow. I'm sitting here thinking. Is that your favorite animal? Are you a monkey girl? 
I'm a monkey girl and a dolphin girl. I'm sitting here thinking of the T-bone steak and the ribeyes after getting rid of the cow. <laughs> Sorry. Elsie was mighty fine. Y'all made, y'all made, y'all made me hungry. See? Mine. My husband okay, where's that dolphins. mute button? He's a dolphin. 100%. Anybody who knows what Elsie's song is for would laugh. They know the song. Oh, did uh, I miss the song? Yeah, I said Elsie was a mighty fine cow. She was a friend of mine. Elsie. <laughs> and then it goes on to say that she's a dollar ninety-nine a pound. <gasps> so yeah, you know, she makes good a, ice cream, milk, and cottage cheese. Yeah, that's about that's a whole that's song. About what it is? No, it's probably about oh. the price of beef. Is Wasn't a good friend then. You kill your Elsie. Well, sometimes you gotta. <laughs> we live in the country. Elsie's always up for dinner. <laughs> if Lynn, you got steaks around eat, here, I can't eat you. I can't eat you. Well, I know <laughs> it is. Well, people were, were talking about having different animals, and someone goes, "What would you name them?" And I said, "Well, pigs would be ham, bacon, pork." <laughs> and then they're like, "What about the chickens?" I said, "Well, there's grilled, fried, <laughs> crispy, extra crispy." <laughs> they're like, "Stop it! You wouldn't." I said, "Yeah, I would." Don't That's don't forget about don't forget about strips and yes. fingers and <laughs> legs, thighs, yeah, the whole thing. That's so you funny because okay, you know, we work, work with all the 4-H kids, you know, and they're they're they have that attitude. They're just like that's you know what they're. But then they live you know, in the country. That's like, what animals are for. That's how they come. There's like, why don't you just go to the store and buy them? Well, where do you think they got to the store? How do you think they got there? Magically. Delicious. <laughs> they grew out of saran wrap. Yeah. yeah. I do have a friend, a girl I used to teach in youth group, and this is one that really cracked me up. She said she always wanted a pickle tree. I said, honey, pickles come from cucumbers. No, not. There's a pickle tree. I want a pickle tree in my yard. And I just lost it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I love pickles. So, okay. Sorry, whoever's coming now. That's him. That's me. Oh. <laughs> He's hungry. We're like, and what did you guys talk about the con hour? Food. Food. <laughs> and when you go to it's state fairs, what do you have at state fairs? Corn dog and <laughs> elephant ears. Corn dogs. Bear food. Mm -hmm. Fair food. Oh, I love. Speaking of dogs. fair, we're doing the Ren Fest here in a few weeks. I cannot yep. wait. Talk about fair food. Where are you Ren going? Fest. Texas Ren Renaissance Fest. Festival. <gash> Renaissance Festival. Mm. Oh, Remy's yeah. going this weekend. Um, <coughs> Trevor you know, and I and Greg are actually all going for Scottish, and then Trevor and I are going for Celtic. Now oh, that's something so with fun. the. With the dragon, you could probably do some Ren Fest. Have you done Ren Fest oh, like yeah, that? Yeah, there's before? an idea. I, no, I haven't. And and it's Ooh, so funny cannolis, because I had yummy. to kind of reinvent myself because in the Midwest, I did you know schools and festivals and libraries. And then when I moved out here, somebody saw me at a showcase and said, it was another entertainer, said, do you do fairs? And I said, no, is that a thing? And he goes, oh my gosh, you need to get in with fairs. So he got me involved in the fair business and so i've had to reinvent myself several times as an entertainer because schools weren't opening up with me for me here and the fair kind of exploded so and i look back because i used to go to the wren festival at, at in michigan and i go oh, i didn't even think about it like that would have been a fantastic venue to do mm -hmm. what i do you, know? you would be good at Comic Cons too. Like you can pass out flyers with you got your little dragon and I wagon. did. I did one here in the the Moda Center. They did. Um, I was on stage. I was on the stage. I did do, and I I had my space outfit on, and Hank had his space outfit on, and yeah, we we had a good time. That I think you would fun. do great at the Comic Con. Yeah, they, they, it was Definitely. a lot of fun, and it's. I always. Well, I love Halloween, obviously, but you know, just seeing people dress up and stuff. It just. It well, some me. of the love costumes it. are like, dang. Yes. I know some of them are just brilliant. They are. Mm -hmm. oh. Definitely. But, but 
looking at our time, we have definitely surpassed our hour. <laughs> but you know, as long as we're having fun, that's the main we got thing. We the subject of food, and everything just went downhill from there. Everything just okay. not, I, you know what it is? It's probably I got to go eat. You have been a treat, Vicky. Thank you, yes. and please Aww. thank Hank and Lucky Force as Lucky. well. Oh, there he is. You're welcome. Okay, yeah. thank you. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This has been a blast, and um, good luck with all the things that you're doing, and have fun at the Ran Festival. Oh yeah, I uh, hope definitely. And good luck with and your cancer. My goodness. Thank you. And right now, my main concern because I skipped. I ain't gonna lie. I skipped my infusion this week i'm more concerned with my wife than i am with me oh absolutely but and send us her best no wait send her our best there you <laughs> go. i definitely will she loves ventriloquism and she actually Aww. told me today that i have to i have to do the show because she's actually proud of the show and the way it's going so okay. i had to do it so she's yeah well yeah i left early so i could Wifey, know that you're in our thoughts and prayers. Absolutely. Absolutely. But definitely, everyone, y'all have a wonderful weekend. We will probably be here on Tuesday. I'm sure my wife will keep me going. So <laughs> we will be here on Tuesday. If not, I will leave a message beforehand. But we will have our shows on Friday and Saturday. So we will definitely see you then. But Ooh. hopefully we will see you by <laughs> by. Tuesday, and I do love that shirt. And happy Halloween! I know the great pumpkin trundle. Have a happy Halloween! It is Halloween weekend. Stay safe Stay out safe. there, and happy trick or treating! And don't forget about our contest. The last thing, don't forget about our contest. The deadline is October thirty first. Put in your costumes. There is no entry fee. You got free nothing stuff, to lose. Free stuff. You have nothing to lose. So hopefully we'll see a few more before November 1st, and then we'll select our favorites and then put them up for a vote. But awesome. Everyone, y'all have a wonderful Halloween weekend, and we will Bye. see y'all on Tuesday, hopefully. Adios.